Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is The Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. And you know what's delightful? The garden. You know what creates things that are delicious? The garden. Oh, I love it so much. I'm glad we're talking about gardening today. I love the time lapse that you put on Instagram. Thank you. That was super cool of, of all of the stuff that you were planting. So I just really wanted to know, we're in the middle of May. What should we be doing right now? If we have small gardens, what should we be doing right now? Well, listen, if you live in Minnesota and if you live anywhere further south, I mean, you can plant everything now. It is good to go. We are in great shape to plant. I mean, it's going to be 70s and 80s. You don't have to worry about soil temp. You can get your tomatoes in the ground. You can get your peppers in the ground. You can have everything going. So this is just the season to go crazy and just plant. And it's very fun. So it's not too late. Oh, gosh, no. Okay, good. No. Because um, I'm about to plant in at my mother's house. She loves watermelon. And we yeah. have a big box in the front of the house. And she decided that's where she wants to plant them. <laughs> so we're going to plant, I think, 10 watermelon plants across the front of the house. Well, that's a lot of watermelon plants. Yeah, you know, they she, take a ton of space. Okay, well, maybe I ought to read the little card, huh? Yeah, they like they will vine out a lot. Okay, good. Okay, you can good. also grow them up. I mean, you can grow them on trellises. You just might oh, want to grow a mini watermelon so that they don't get too heavy and crash right, right, to the right. ground. But um, what do you have? What do you have in the garden that you're super excited about? Well, I did um, four kinds of tomatoes. I'm a really big fan of orange and yellow tomatoes. I've mentioned this before, but it's because they have a lower acidity and they're like better on my tummy. I oh, really like them. So I buy these. I've grown now for the last several years, and now they're just a staple. These Valencia orange tomatoes. And they're beautiful. They're an heirloom tomato. They don't get very big. They're kind of small, which means that for the novice gardener, they're a little bit easier to deal with because you don't have to struggle as much with like bottom rot or you know how big heirloom tomatoes can kind of crack in places and you can get bugs and mold in there. These really do very, very well with holding their shape. And they're like a nice round, smaller than a baseball shape. Right. Size, I grew some, I've got some yellow teardrop tomatoes. I have some purple tomatoes. Um, speaking of purple, I'm growing purple jalapeno peppers this year, oh. which I'm excited about. How hot I've are got, those? They say they're hot. Okay. So I don't, you know, jalapenos are kind of funny because it's like one in every, I don't know, one in every few is hot. And then the right. rest of them are kind of moderate. So you just never know what you're going to get. That's why eating a jalapeno is just so exciting. Yes. <laughs> I have we gotta, lots we gotta of find herbs ex- going. <laughs> We've got to find the excitement wherever we can. <laughs> no kidding. I've got kale going. Um, I've got some onions in. And uh, I and then I threw some radish seeds down. And then I'll do just a bunch of lettuces too that I kind of okay. just toss lettuce seed and let it grow and then harvest it and then and then grow some more and just kind of keep whoa, it whoa, going. Whoa, 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 You toss lettuce seed? Yeah, just throw lettuce seeds like in a pot. 
okay. or in a part of your raised bed. And you can do like mixed greens or arugula and things like that. And then you can harvest it and then you can just plant it again and replant and replant. So it's not too late to do seeds? Oh, no. No way. Okay. Especially oh. lettuces will pop up so fast. Radishes, um, you can plant it in 26 days. You'll have a radish. They're unbelievable. It's like the total plant for instant gratification people. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Um, yeah. I'll try like radishes. But the lettuce, that's really great though because I sent you a picture of it. I have like a terraced um, behind my mom's house. The people that sold us the house, thank you, Tammy and Trevor, mm-hmm. left this great sort of A-frame trellis. So I have yeah. all of this space. So I could just grow – I could just throw seeds in that. and Tons and of I would, seeds of lettuce. How long does yeah. the lettuce take? Um, oh, gosh. It'll just take – it'll start sprouting in like a week and then it'll just be, I don't know, a few weeks. You'll be ready to go. Oh, that's And then the great. nice thing, you can do something called succession planting where you will plant something and then – so maybe like on one of the little terraced parts of that of – that, it's sort of like a raised bed situation that you have going on. Right. But what you could do and, – and you could do this in pots or you could do this in part of your garden. You plant lettuce in one part – Put the seeds in. Then a week later, next to it, do another area of seeds. Then a week later, do another area of seeds. And then what happens is you'll just be harvesting the first one, and then a week later, you'll harvest the second section. And then the week later, you'll harvest the third section. And so the idea is with succession planting, with some of those uh, quick harvest things, that you'll be continuing to harvest throughout the season instead of having one massive crop and going, oh, shoot, what am I going to do with a bushel of arugula that's ready right now? (laughs) Right. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do that with all sorts of things. I've got all my herbs ready to go. I'm going to do more too because I like to have herbs in pots by the house as well as in the garden. Right. I really think it's fun to do lots of different varieties of mint. Marjorie, this is really fun for you too because like I saw at the garden store, apple mint, there's oh. chocolate mint. There's all sorts of different kinds of mints. And just don't plant those in the ground because then you'll have a lawn of mint. I mean, mint will go everywhere. <laughs> Although so that pl- doesn't sound horrible. I know. It doesn't bit. sound that bad. Plant it in a container um, and then just have fun using mint, like muddle mint and lime together and then add sparkling water. It's like heaven. Heaven. Oh, that sounds great. And then, I mean, you could do vodka and gin or whatever you want to, but you can also just do sparkling water and it's just delicious. I'm going to go with the vodka and gin. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Fair enough. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things to just get planting now and to just not be afraid. I, you know, I did a little bit for Twin Cities Live the other day where I took a tour of my garden. I'm going to post that on Instagram today too, where you get oh, good. to see sort of some of my strategies for when you go to the garden center and you see the plants and it can feel kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But a couple of the things, number one, think about what you like to eat and plant those things. Right. <laughs> think about like, what do I really use? Like if you don't like kale, you don't have to plant kale. No one says that kale makes a garden. No, I'm I'm, I'm good at that one because I'm super picky. And it's like, if I have to put any, any effort into anything, I'm not going to put it into something that I'm not going to Reap totally. the benefits of. Yeah. Then um, I always say pick a couple wild cards. So find a few things that either you have never seen before, you've never seen at the farmer's market or the grocery store or something you've never used before and just do like two or three plants of something that you're not familiar with well, because fun. it's really fun. And then it's sort of exciting. Also be, you know, learn from what you've done in the past. I've learned that I don't like cucumbers 
that have like that are really big that have those tough skins and super watery on the inside. I'm only right. doing tiny cucumbers from oh, now nice. on because I'm just sick of it. Why do I grow these massive ones that I don't even like? Oh, that's a great recommendation because I don't either. And I was going to do cucumbers. I'll do the little ones. That's a great yeah. idea. I bought these. They're called um, green finger Persian cucumbers. Huh. And so they're just small. And so they're going to climb up a trellis. And then speaking of trellises, always grow up. Um, think about things that you can put in the ground or um, add to your pots so that your plants can climb up. It's the easiest way to maximize your space and also the easiest way to make it that you don't have to manage a ton of space. Right. You can get a lot of harvest out of something by having it grow right up a trellis and then you just have less area to weed and take care of and mulch and water and the whole deal. But here's here's the big issue that I'm already seeing. So remember last year I was so proud of myself for planting two strawberry plants? I know. And you got like a couple strawberries. It was really good. Like three strawberries? Mm-hmm. Well, the ROI back. was not great on those plants. But that's Pardon right. me? The ROI only- was not great on those plants. <laughs> but the plants are back and the strawberries are just doing what strawberries do. So they're yeah. expanding and because they're runners. But how do I protect – like? Even with the A-frame that I have, and I know the strawberries are going to be, if I don't do something, the squirrels are going to eat them. Yeah. So how do you protect, like all that, your raised beds are so beautiful, but how do you protect it from from it all being eaten by squirrels or raccoons or whatever else you have in your yard? I mean, my raised beds are pretty high up, so I haven't had too much of a problem with them getting in there. They don't climb? I they I just haven't had that big of an issue and there's a lot of bunnies. I know the bunnies get to a lot of stuff in my neighbor's yard. I think right. Gracie kind of helps because okay. Gracie, our dog, is like out a lot. Right. And she really she chases squirrels, she chases chipmunks, she so they chases just stay rabbits. Away. So I think that helps. And the other thing you can do is you can always buy like those little netted cloches kind of to put on top of things that will protect them. You can do like plastic sheeting to protect them. There's different ways to sort of predator proof your garden. Yeah. And that can help as well. I know. The other thing is you just got to get out there every single day and then harvest stuff fast before they get it. Right. Yeah. I was so mad last year. I had like this beautiful strawberry. Like literally I'm like watching one strawberry (laughs) and Ian's like, you ought to pick it. I'm like, no, no, no. It's going to be so much better in like two days. And then of course a squirrel or a bunny or something got it. So I did learn my lesson on that one. Don't go for perfection when you're gardening. Yeah, that's true. That is actually a really good lesson. It's about the journey and it's about having fun with it. And it is so good for you to just get out, grow something and you're growing, you are a gardener, even if you just have one tiny pot of herbs. Okay. (laughs) You are. Thank you, you, Elizabeth. Happy gardening, everybody. (laughs) If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to subscribe to our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher 
And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Hola, soy Andrés Cantor y los invito a ver la Copa Mundial de la FIFA. Vive cada jugada y emocionate con nosotros porque el Mundial lo es todo. Del 20 de noviembre al 18 de diciembre en español por Telemundo y Peacock.